The opinions and suggestions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and not necessarily endorsed by program sponsors or any radio station, media company, or platform broadcasting this program. The following program is a product of Causeway LLC. The information in this broadcast is not intended as investment, tax, or financial advice. Matthew Moore is not a licensed investment advisor and speaks solely from his experience and opinions. All information in this broadcast is for entertainment or educational purposes only. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and the company or platform broadcasting this program is not responsible for the success or failure of any person's investment decisions or purchases. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and the company or platform broadcasting this program makes no and expressly disclaims all representations, warranties, and guarantees with respect to this broadcast and its sponsors. Investing in any market is inherently risky and can be financially dangerous. Invest at your own risk. Government officials Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore, the Bitcoin-focused radio show that's waking the masses to the fiat money Ponzi scheme. Money is changing and your freedom is at stake. So stick around and learn how to empower yourself for this new digital age. Now, here's your host, Matthew J. Moore. Welcome, America. Guess what? It's that time of the week. That's right. I want to welcome everybody who is here listening to this program, no matter where you are or what you're doing. I want to welcome every single one of you, Bitcoin lovers, newbies, and experts. And if you're listening globally from our podcast format or YouTube or anywhere we are digitally, welcome. Because Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore, this show was made for you. That's right. Uh, and yes, yes, it is very true. If you've heard the rumor, we are one of the only syndicated radio shows that is on the air dedicated to Bitcoin, which I'm really excited about. And uh, I'm sure you are if you're a regular listener. And if you're new, you're going to find out some really, really interesting things because Bitcoin is such a unique aspect, such a unique topic that a lot of times we talk about things like history and technology and energy and money and freedom and politics. I mean, there's so much that happens in the Bitcoin space and what Bitcoin touches. And I have a feeling it's going to continue to grow and touch more things in the world. It's literally changing the world, in my opinion. Uh, but I do have a question for you. And, uh, and this is, we're going to answer this on the, on the program today. But have you ever thought about your rights? Like, what is a right? And how, how are they essentially decided? What about Bitcoin mining? I mean, should we have a right to mine Bitcoin, to participate in this open source network? I mean, on, on today's episode, we're going to kind of talk and dive into this, explore these topics, and, and we're going to, you know, say, hey, can we, can we really have this as a right? Can we have the right to own and mine Bitcoin? I mean, a lot of people have some controversial thoughts and opinions when it comes to money in itself. And uh, in my opinion, Bitcoin is the greatest form of sound money the world has ever seen. Um, but uh, we, we're going to talk uh, about this idea of do individuals and the free market, should they have the freedom to compete and to use whatever money is organically accepted? I mean, let's, let's be honest. Let's let the best form of money win, right? That's that's my that's how I feel about it. But today we've got somebody who is a returning guest who is a person who is actively advocating and getting legislation passed that protects the rights of individuals to use and mine Bitcoin. Uh, but before we bring him on and get the juice going here and these uh, these great questions, I have to introduce you to my wonderful producer, Brian LaRue. He is in the house. He is on the soundboard. And thank God, because he's going to make me sound good, because every time he's not here, I just, I just, I never feel like it's the same. But Brian, welcome back to the show, buddy. Hey, Matt. Thank you so much. 
Hey, Glad to be here. You know, if, if people you know heard that awesome intro that we have, uh, and they like this, the the product that we're producing here, uh, you're actually for hire. So absolutely, where, where would people yeah. go if they if they wanted to create something like we got going here? Or maybe maybe they have a podcast, or maybe they're a musician mm-hmm. and they want to create a track. Absolutely. I mean, if you're a musician, you're even a producer. You're you make tracks, you make beats, or or you you have a podcast, you have media, kind of any form of media. I can definitely um, I'm work for hire for that for that uh, kind of job. So you can reach me at beyondyouproductions.com or my Instagram uh, at larue.brian.com or larue.brian. There yeah, we go. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And, uh, it's, 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 uh, your last name. It's, uh, you got two capital letters in there, right? I do. Yeah, I do. Brian. So, so the LaRue L is capitalized and then the R is capitalized, right? Yes. It's French. Yeah. It's French. Oh, okay. I didn't know that <laughs> yeah. that was the origins. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I also want to give a shout out to SoonerMarketingSolutions.com, And the reason being is we have used their studio many, many times for this show, but they also have a plethora of marketing services that are at your disposal. Uh, if you go and check them out at SoonerMarketingSolutions.com. Uh, but without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and start this show. Today on the line, we have a, in my opinion, a real Bitcoin hero, American superhero. Uh, he's doing some real great work. Someone who is truly making a difference for the Bitcoin community and American citizens at large. His name is Dennis Porter, and he is working hard to, that's right, secure the right to mine Bitcoin here in the United States. Dennis is the CEO of the Satoshi Action Fund. Uh, Dennis, welcome back to America's syndicated Bitcoin-focused radio show. Our listeners are all over. They're in LA, Atlanta, Seattle. Uh, But for those who might be tuning in for the first time, maybe they're unfamiliar with who you are, please share with everyone uh, in your own words what you do. Hey, Matthew. Yeah, thank you so much. And you're you're too kind with that introduction, uh, but I'm very glad to be back on the show with you to talk about my one of my favorite topics and uh, also real quickly just want to say uh, congrats on the success of your show and the expansion of the show so so big congrats to you well, thanks, man. It's been a it's been a roller coaster ride for sure. I mean, the bear market has been interesting for us as it has for for everybody. But we are we're plugging and playing, and we're gonna take new ground. But let's let's go ahead and do this. I want to start with this question. We got we got a lot to dive in here because you you've actually been doing quite a bit. But Satoshi Action, uh, the Satoshi Action Fund is dedicated to protecting the proof of work consensus mechanism on the Bitcoin protocol, but. A lot of people might be thinking, okay, well, what does that mean? I've never, I mean, I'm, I'm tuning into the show. I'm, I mean, maybe I'm new to this idea of Bitcoin. For the listeners who are unfamiliar, can you briefly describe what proof of work is and, and why they should care? Yeah, absolutely. It's a really important uh, question. You know, pr- proof of work is just one option that people can use to be able to secure uh, a digital asset like Bitcoin. Uh, in my opinion, it is, it is by far and away the, the superior technology and, and this, what this technology does is it allows for the Bitcoin network to be more decentralized, which means less centralization. It protects the Bitcoin network from any sort of attack. And it also ensures that uh, you know, transactions happen seamlessly and properly, uh, again, without the need for any sort of centralized entity. And, and the way that this uh, proof of work technology is implemented is through the use of computers. Uh, these computers or data centers uh, as kind of what we we call them, or Bit, are also known as Bitcoin miners. So whenever you hear the word, you know, Bitcoin mining, just think of data centers that are 
securing the Bitcoin network and helping to process transactions. That's that's about as simple uh, of an answer you can give on that topic. I concur. I concur. And, and you did a very good job. Um, you know, uh, in addition, there there really has been a lot of buzz about the work that you guys have been doing when it comes to this idea of having the right to mine Bitcoin, to, to run these data centers. Can you share with us some details about this uh, this legislative effort? Uh, because you, I think you've you know, got some, some really big wins here recently. Make the case why this idea of the right to mine Bitcoin, why should that be a right? Yeah, it's, you know, it's an important question because I get that one a lot and people wonder, you know, why, why can't I just, you know, do what I want to do? Why do, why do I need to have a right? Well, the, the answer is simply to ensure that the government, uh, oftentimes, which tries to come after individuals for actions which they do not align with, but it's to, just to ensure that the government cannot uh, impede your ability to use electricity in the way you see fit. Uh, unfortunately, in, in the United States, we've seen uh, time and time again that instead of directly going after someone's ability to use electricity, that they will use loopholes within the within the Bitcoin mining space. There have been folks that have attempted to use loopholes to be able to uh, change zoning laws, to change electricity rates, to uh, you know pu push frivolous noise complaints in order to stop Bitcoin miners from using the electricity that they use. So what we did is we we got together our team and we wrote up a policy, a model policy that essentially creates uh, a, a protection for Bitcoin miners to help eliminate these types of discrimination, these loopholes that folks are using within government policy to come after Bitcoin miners who are, are just freely using electricity. They, in fact, are also doing and adding very positive impact to the grid and to the environment, uh, and they're creating jobs. But unfortunately, there's just a lot of misinformation uh, around Bitcoin mining. So oftentimes you'll find somewhat activist folks at the local level who just don't like to don't like this industry coming in for whatever reason. They may have, you know, read a you know New York Times article that you know had tons of misinformation about Bitcoin mining. They might have read a CNN article that has a ton of misinformation about Bitcoin mining, and it just led them to believe that this is a bad industry. And unfortunately, that's not true. So what we are doing because we're big believers in the, the, the you know potential of Bitcoin mining to be able to bring jobs, you know, grid stability, local investment, uh, environmental cleanup, on um, the ability to enhance green. And, and carbon-free energy projects, as long as, as well as many other types of energy projects. But we really believe in the, that technology and the ability for it to do that. So we went and we created this model policy with the protections for the zoning, the noise complaints, uh, and the discriminatory rate changes. And we got it in front of some policymakers who we educated on the issue and they agreed, yeah, yeah this is great technology and we wanna make sure that we can bring it to our state. We've successfully introduced our policy um, we have various forms of policy, but so far in seven states, we've had nine different policies introduced. Um, on the right to mine issue, we have that active currently in three states. Uh, we passed it into law in Arkansas just recently. Uh, the governor there signed that bill, Governor Sanders. And then we're also waiting for a signature from the governor in Montana. And we're hopeful, uh, we don't know yet for sure, but pretty hopeful that we'll also pass this bill in Missouri as well. So uh, a lot of progress for us as a new organization. But uh, that's because we have the right people on the team and we also have the right strategy that we're employing. But we'll, we imagine we'll continue to have even more success as we pass this law in Arkansas. We also had folks from Georgia and Indiana uh, reaching out to us saying, hey, we want to pass this bill in our state. Our goal will be to pass this policy in all 50 states. Uh, and we are well on our way. We're following in the footsteps of several other industries who have taken this exact same approach. Uh, I would like to highlight the marijuana industry. They went state by state. 
Uh, started off with Colorado and Washington in 2012, passing pro-THC policy. And then a, d- a decade later, 75% of the country has pro-THC policy on the books. And there's a reason for that. And we could dive a little bit into why it worked and how they did it. Um, but that's the same strategy that we're employing. And, and we do believe that people should have the right to mine Bitcoin in the United States. So how did that feel? Like, you know, to, to get land some of these wins and get this momentum, uh, were, were you... Uh, was it like a giant sigh of relief or was like, hey, we're just our work's just starting to, you know, pick up here? I mean, t- explain to these me this uh, this mental process and the emotional process you've gone through. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a little bit of both, right? We we are just getting started. This is the first state that we have passed pro Bitcoin mining policy in. But then we have 49 states left to go. And we have you know multiple types of policy that we think would be beneficial where folks can benefit from the technology, but they can also ensure that the technology is adopted in a safe and effective way while being good to the industry, right? Like we don't want bad actors to come in. I think that's a common misconception uh, is that we are somehow trying to ensure that any and all Bitcoin mining can take place. I mean, if you go read the bill itself, we even within the policy that we wrote stipulate that Bitcoin miners must comply to certain regulations, um, but they cannot be discriminated against. So we want fair and balanced policy that helps to protect the industry. But yeah, we are we are just getting started, but passing our first bill, being a new organization, we're not even actually a full year old yet. So that was a huge accomplishment for us. And if we were able to pass policy in multiple states in our very first year, we feel like that would be a huge victory, not only because that's that's difficult to pull off for a political organization that's new, it's just totally new policy. Nobody has ever come into this realm in the way that we are doing it. And so we feel like we are setting the trend. We are setting the blueprint for the rest of the nation. Oh, that is so, so cool. Well, congratulations, man. And, I, and I'm I'm over here on the sidelines rooting for you because I've had my own experience uh, with lawmakers here in Oklahoma, educating them about uh, Bitcoin. But hey, man, let's, let's, let me just dive into this about lawmakers in general. You guys have some model policy that uh, you were mentioning that you push, but you also have a guide for state legislators. Uh, can you explain what this guide is all about and how you actually get it into the hands of the right people? Yeah, it's it's a, you know, a guidebook. Um, it's a legislator guidebook that discusses Bitcoin, Bitcoin mining. And it's just a, you know, 10 to 15 page document that really outlines, you know, how the technology works and why states would want to adopt it. Uh, it's, it's seen as an educational tool that we use to get in front of policymakers. Um, and what we do is we just send that directly to folks or they can go to our website, satoshiaction.io. And if you go to our proof of work page, you not only can you read about some of our more recent work, um, which we just passed the Arkansas bill, you know, less than 48 hours or maybe 72 hours ago. So that's not quite up there yet, but most of our work is up there and the people that we're speaking to uh, and some of the past work that we've been associated with and also our other policies. But if you scroll down that page, you can find the legislator guide. And what we're hoping is not only are we going to send it to our policymakers, but we hope that you'll click download that guide and send that to your policymakers so that they can be educated on the issue. And we also have to make it simple, right? Because not all, not everyone's going to want to read, you know, the 10 page summary of Bitcoin, Bitcoin mining. We know how busy these policymakers can be, how, how, how many different issues are vying for their attention. So if you want to get like a really good, uh, just one pager in front of them, we also have that on our website. Same page, um, go to satoshiaction.io, go to the proof of work page. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I actually... Benefits of Bitcoin mining. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I think we had a, a little time glitch there on the on the uh, signal there. But um, 
I think it's really smart to have that one pager as well. Um, and uh, I think I think it's phenomenal that the, that you guys have put all this together. And I think it's been helpful. In fact, Brian, I think you had a question that you wanted to ask. Yeah. Um, well, Dennis, I you know I want to I want to know. Have you seen any recent changes in how state law lawmakers are reacting to like Bitcoin mining and how's the education going overall with that? Yeah, and we got we've got uh, uh, about three minutes before we got to go to break. Awesome. Okay. Well, good. Thanks for the heads up. And yeah, generally speaking, the educational process has kind of only been up and to the right. Uh, really, so few policymakers, you know, again, have the time to focus on, you know, these new issues. And there's very few people who are able to educate on a deep level, but in it, but also in a way that's, you know, digestible, right? Because you could get a, you know, you know, a developer in there and they could tell you the intricate details of, how Bitcoin mining works, but is that going to be digestible for the average policymaker? And so we, right. that's where we feel we fit in. And we have had a ton of success. Uh, myself personally, I feel like I have um, you know, a very good background in breaking down ideas in a way that are simple enough for the average person to understand and, and understand quickly. Uh, so we have had um, many policymakers that we have been able to get them on board with Bitcoin mining. Um, I, you will see some, some folks on the other side of the aisle starting to turn kind of against it, you know, and what I mean by outside of the aisle is kind of like the pro Bitcoin versus, you know, anti Bitcoin side. Um, and the anti Bitcoin people, they have been able to convince some policymakers that Bitcoin mining is, you know, destroying the planet and, you know, it's going to uh, kill all the baby tur uh, turtles and it's going to, you know, kill the, the polar bears, but it could be nothing further from the truth. This technology is an incredibly powerful uh, uh, tool to be able to use for energy systems to balance the grid, but also clean up the environment and reduce emissions globally. So we've had a great success with that message and we're going to continue talking about it with them. And we think we're going to continue to have success with these policymakers and getting them to see the value of the tech. I love it. I love it. Well, Dennis, really quickly, there's people tuning in all the time. Where where can they go to to learn more about what you're doing? Uh, and we're, we got a whole lot more questions to ask you. Yeah, you can go to satoshiaction.io. You can go to um, my hand, my Twitter handle, which is Dennis underscore Porter underscore to learn more about what we're doing. But um, feel free to shoot us an email anytime. Also, you can info at satoshiaction.io and you can learn all about what we're what we're doing. We're happy to jump on a call as well to educate groups on the technology and also educate them on, on what we're doing at Satoshi Action. Yes, I love it. And I encourage everybody to go to his website and check that stuff out and even follow him on Twitter. Because uh, honestly, Twitter, that's where the uh, real-time Bitcoin conversation is always happening. But if you're listening to this show on the radio and you find this interesting, call a friend, tell him to tune in. And if you're listening digitally, like, share, subscribe, comment, be a part of the conversation. Let us know what you think, because we want to give you the best content that you can consume so you can better understand this space. Stay put. We're going to be right back. We've got a lot more to cover and when i say a lot more i'm talking about we got more juice to squeeze out of this fruit and uh, not that dennis is a fruit but uh, we love it we love it we'll be right back what does it mean to be physically spiritually and financially free the right to life liberty property and the pursuit of happiness these were the ideas that made america but what happens to these ideas when america's money becomes compromised. What do you do when the very thing that you're working for day after day is fundamentally designed to enslave you? Whether it was a conspiracy or not, you won't believe what is about to happen in this country. 
Arm yourself today with the truth and build your life on the foundations for liberty. Rediscover freedom in the 21st century and grab a copy of my Amazon best-selling book, Foundations for Liberty. For just $11.99, you can support this radio show by finding a copy on Amazon or by going to mattjmore.com. Again, that's mattjmore.com. Don't wait, because freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Do you have a strategy to obtain Bitcoin on a regular basis? Do you plan to automate your dollar cost averaging? What about getting all or part of your paycheck in Bitcoin? GetHedge.io is revolutionizing how you get paid. Hedge makes it easy to automatically convert your pay into Bitcoin. Whether you're an employer or employee, you can get started in four easy steps. Start getting paid in Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin. The great part about using Hedge is you can skip the exchange experience altogether and have your Bitcoin sent directly to a wallet you control. Self-custody is key, and GetHedge is giving you the power. Hedge is here to make it easy to stack those sats month after month. Bitcoin, it's a long-term play, so what are you waiting for? Start living on the Hedge, and don't forget to let them know that you heard about Hedge from Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Use my referral link at mattjmore.com or you can go to gethedge.io. Again, that's gethedge.io. Short form video content is taking over social media. And with only seconds to capture someone's attention, our team can help you stand out from the crowd. At Sooner Marketing Solutions, we'll produce and publish engaging TikToks, Instagram Reels, and YouTube Shorts. If you feel like you're falling to the wayside and missing out on the exposure that you deserve, Click the link in the description to get Sooner results now. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-262-4182. 800-262-4182. That's 800-262-4182. And we are back, America. Yes, it is round two of America's Bitcoin-focused radio show, the show that's dedicated at Orange Coin, often known as the honey badger of money. And uh, whether you are a Bitcoin lover, newbie, or expert, we got a little bit of something for everybody. And uh, we even want to welcome all you haters and maybe skeptics. You know, we hope you stick around because just maybe you'll learn something and maybe we'll get some converts. I don't know. We're trying here, okay? But Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore is a show that is designed for everybody. And yes, we are one of the only syndicated radio shows that is dedicated to that topic known as Bitcoin, uh, a show, like I said earlier, where you're going to learn about a lot of different subjects. Uh, right now, we're talking about some legislation. We're talking about Bitcoin mining. We're talking about rights. But oftentimes, you'll hear us talk about history and energy and technology. There's just so much that goes into this. But have you ever thought, like I said, about what a right is? How are they decided? Uh, why is it important? And what, what about rights when it comes to money? Uh, is Bitcoin money? Is Bitcoin mining that whole process of creating Bitcoin into existence? You know, how should we treat that? Well, on today's episode, we've been talking about why we as Americans should have the right to own and mine Bitcoin. And in my opinion, like I was saying at the first segment, 
Individuals and the free market should have that freedom and right to compete, to use whatever money is organically accepted. Uh, but let uh, you know, let's let's let the best form of money win, and uh, we can only make that happen if we're allowed to mine and participate in Bitcoin. Uh, today, we've got somebody who is a returning guest, a person who is actively advocating, and I mean actively advocating, and getting legislation passed that protects the rights of individuals uh, to participate in this thing known as Bitcoin mining. Uh, and also in the house with me is my favorite producer, Brian LaRue, and he is the one that makes us sound so sweet to the ear, along with that awesome intro and outro. Brian, welcome back, man. Hey, Matt. Such a pleasure to be here. Thank hey, you. Remind people one more time. I know we've said it before, but your work is phenomenal. So if people wanted to hire you for this awesome, I don't know, these beautiful sounds you make, uh, where, where could they go if they want to get like a track, maybe a podcast made, maybe they want to do a radio show and they want some awesome intros and outros. Where do they go? Well, definitely, if you're thinking about doing all of that, which Matt just uh, spoke about, you can go to my website at beyondyouproductions.com and uh, feel free to reach out to me. Go, go to my contact information, contact form, and uh, I'll... Uh, be sure to get your contact information. Well, I, I concur, and I would say do it. Do it now before you forget. Write it down or just do it on your phone right now. All right, well, guys, I'm also going to give a shout-out to uh, SoonerMarketingSolutions.com. Uh, they are a wonderful company here in Tulsa, Oklahoma that have been so generous to us. And so if you've got any marketing needs, go check them out at SoonerMarketingSolutions.com. They're a wonderful company that can take care of all your marketing needs. All right, well, today, like I was saying, we have on the line a real mover and shaker in the world of Bitcoin, and he is shaking things up. He's getting laws passed, and uh, he's making a difference. Someone who is, uh, you know, he's a real American, uh, Dennis Porter. He's working hard to secure the right for us to mine Bitcoin here in the United States. Dennis is the CEO of the Satoshi, Satoshi, why can't I say Satoshi today? I, it's like such a fundamental word to this whole space. Satoshi Action Fund. Uh, Dennis, welcome back to America's Syndicated bitcoin focused radio show and no like i was saying on the first segment you're not a fruit we just got a lot of uh, juice to squeeze out of these questions uh, it's been a great conversation so far uh there's people tuning in all the time so go ahead and uh share your thoughts or not your thoughts but tell people in your own words what you do yeah thank you matthew and uh, yeah again great to be back on the show you know it's a Tushy action fund uh, we really focus on educating policymakers and regulators on the benefits of Bitcoin mining as a technology. And then we turn around, we say, all right, now that you love Bitcoin mining as much as we do, because it's great for the grid, great for the environment, and it's great for job growth, here is some pro-Bitcoin mining policy that you can pass at the state level to ensure that your region is a leader on this technology. We've had a ton of success with that approach. We've really, really been making progress this first year that we've been put together, and we're going to continue pushing forward. And I'm uh, excited to be here on the show to continue talking about it. Well, this is the perfect opportunity to do a little bit of role playing here. So follow me here, Dennis. Uh, the the there might be, and I'm 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 highly sure of it. There's probably some lawmakers that are listening to this show right now. I know I've got lawmakers from Oklahoma that listen to the show. Uh, but let's pretend I'm a skeptical lawmaker who is on the fence about Bitcoin mining. What is your two minute pitch to me on why I should be in favor of Bitcoin mining as a policy maker? Yeah, I mean, that's great. That's I mean, we we spend a lot of time uh, pitching policymakers on on this technology. And, you know, we really say that there's five key benefits of Bitcoin mining and that it is you can bring new jobs. You can bring new investment, local investment, oftentimes in rural 
and economically depressed zones, which is a very important area for folks in a state policy world to focus on. Uh, they've, they've been trying you know, for a long time now to figure out how to bring jobs to these areas that have been left behind uh, by, the, by the last 10 to 20 years where manufacturing has gone overseas. And you know, the tech boom has led to incredible job growth in city centers. And, but rural and economic, economically depressed zones have been left behind. Bitcoin mining can come in and provide jobs to those people who need them the most. And Bitcoin mining can also clean up the environment by mitigating methane emissions. And it can lead to a better and more balanced grid by participating and helping to provide energy back to the system when it's needed the most, while simultaneously being very, very good for carbon-free energy projects, particularly wind and solar projects, which are intermittent, which means that they, they only create energy when the wind is blowing and the sun is shining. Well, unfortunately, the demand for power is not intermittent. Uh, and people will want power when they want it. And wind and solar are not on-demand power sources. So they need to be met by a customer that is willing to be flexible alongside of them. And although Bitcoin miners use a lot of power and they want to be on regularly, they can also be the very first customer to wind down and provide power back to ratepayers when they need it the most. So that's our pitch to policymakers as this, that this is a very good technology for the grid. It's great for the environment and it's great for the economy. And we hope that policymakers hear that mission and hear that, that uh, story and believe it in as much as we do and do what they can to try to ad adopt policy that is in alignment with that. And with, not only do we educate policymakers on that, we also have policy. We also have solutions for them to help bring this new nascent industry to their borders. Absolutely, Dennis. I'm I'm convinced. Um, I want to know. You've been speaking at a lot of uh, state capitals recently about Bitcoin mining. Um, can you share with us your favorite moment so far when advocating for Bitcoin mining? Um, did you ever find yourself in debates at all? Yeah, I was hoping this question would come up. We've we've definitely had some very interesting run-ins. I was telling my uh, friend just a moment ago that. You know, uh, po the political world definitely brings out the, the the most interesting parts of people's uh, you know behavior and attitudes. So, uh, for instance, when we were in Montana not too long ago, we were testifying in favor of our policy, and we you know we're talking about how Bitcoin mining can be good for the grid and it can be good for uh, cleaning up the environment and creating jobs. We get we got done, and then a gentleman from another organization who was a proponent or opposed to our bill got up and he started to go on this very long winded speech. And I mean, I mean, the guy should be running for office, to be honest. It was, it was, it was eloquent. He was fired up. Um, but the, it was just wild. The words he was saying, he was saying things like, you know, the state of Montana will burn on the cross of Bitcoin uh, and that people are dying because of Bitcoin mining. I mean, you couldn't have, you couldn't have gotten any more kind of unhinged and ridiculous to the extreme of, you know, the, the negative externalities of Bitcoin mining. Uh, and, uh, you know, even when he was at, he, he tried to run out, this is the funniest part, he tried to run out of the building after he testified, which is very, very uh, frowned upon within the policy space. You need to stick around, you, you give your testimony, you stick around and you wait for the policymakers to ask you questions to kind of, you know, see if you know what you're talking about and not that just kind of spewing information, hoping to kind of, turn the tide emotionally. So he tried to run out and they said, Hey, you know, no, don't leave. We have questions for you. He got back up on the podium and one of the policymakers looked him straight in the face and said, these are some pretty wild claims you're making about Bitcoin mining. Do you have any evidence to back it up? And the guy just stood there and he was like, 
Uh, uh, well, you know, there's like a way we can have evidence, but I can't give it to you here. And the guy just looked at him and he goes, son, you know, if you're going to come into, uh, the state Capitol and say the things that you said and not have any evidence whatsoever to back it up, you really need to reimagine, you know, the way that you are you know, approaching the system. And obviously I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but generally speaking, the guy was like, what are you doing? Uh, but so it's a very interesting moment. You can go watch the recording. I think it's on the Montana state legislature. Don't, don't quote me on it, but that was generally the vibe of the, of the conversation. It was a very interesting moment for sure. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's uh, that is, that's crazy. I don't know why anybody would put themselves in that situation and not be ready for confrontation. That is crazy. Wow. Well, um, all right. So let's kind of take it this direction. Um, obviously I'm a proponent, you're a proponent. A lot of people are, you know, on the listening to this show are probably proponents of Bitcoin mining, but let's let the people know just how Bitcoin mining transforms the power grid of America moving forward. I mean, do you think Bitcoin mining is so important that it could possibly be a national security issue, which some people are talking about? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, in, in order for our grids to stay balanced, we're going to need more and more services, more customers that are willing to participate in grid balancing programs such as demand response and uh, frequency regulation. And, and the reason why is because as you build more renewables on the grid, you know, I brought this up a moment ago, as you build more renewables on the grid, you need customers that can wind down when those energy assets are not producing any sort of electrons. And there just is not very many industries and there's definitely not very many, you know, end use customers like rate normal ratepayers that are willing to shut off their electricity in the middle of a winter storm. It, you know, winter storm, heat wave, those are the times when we're using the most amount of power. You're turning on your AC, you're turning on your heater to make sure that you know you you don't either you know, freeze to death or uh, you know sweat to death essentially, right? Uh, and, and in the case of Texas, there's a very good example of how Bitcoin mining is coming in and serving a real real world use case in order to prevent ratepayers from going out without power during these types of emergencies. During winter storm Elliot, it was a huge storm that came down. You know, Texas had just gone through Uri. Uri, you know, devastated the state. Millions were without power. Uh, and then a, about six months or a year later, many miners moved into the Texas energy system known as ERCOT. Um, and once they were there, they started to participate in these grid balancing programs, which essentially says, you know, if there's an emergency, um, if, if there's a high demand for power, power prices are going up, you will wind down your services. These, you know, grid balancing programs had been underutilized in the past, but Bitcoin miners were signing up for them uh, in numbers because they're very good at winding down at a moment's notice whenever the grid operators need them to. So Yuri happened, devastated, millions without power. People were dying in that situation. I think over 200 people died. Then miners come in. Then you have Winter Storm Elliot. Well, because the miners had come in and they were able to shut down, they returned enough power to heat 1.5 million small homes or to power 300 large hospitals. It was 1,500 megawatts roughly of power that was delivered back to the grid when in the middle of an emergency when ratepayers and, and folks on the ground needed it the most. And they were able to do that for days at a time. And there's just no other industry that can do that. Yeah, you could have this guy over here turn off his lights for you know a couple hours, or you could have a you know an iron uh, you know an iron uh, smelter turn off their operation for an hour or two. But it's not enough to really compensate 
for these sorts of big emergencies. So in a sense, as we move forward and we continue to have a more and more imbalanced grid, and we have noticed that weather events have become more volatile, uh, not necessarily saying they're more extreme, but we are getting, we're noticing there's more and more volatility within the weather events that you need these customers that are not only willing to participate in balancing renewables, but also making sure that they can shut down in the middle of these emergencies when people need it the most. So it, energy, uh, you know, energy independence and making sure that we have reliable power is a national security issue. And Bitcoin miners can help to ensure that our grids are more strong and resilient than ever before. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it seems like energy is such such an important topic so today. Important. Um, especially with the new with the administration and, and everything like that. Um, but what uh, I want to know, Dennis, what kind of growth and attention have you guys seen when it comes to the Satoshi Action Fund? Um, is there a lot of new momentum going on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have experienced incredible momentum in the last several months. We have been building a lot of momentum around our efforts uh, simply for the fact that people can just you know watch and see. We're very active on social media especially Twitter. We also have a great newsletter where we talk about the work that we're doing. But it really started to change when our policy started moving through these state houses. When we started moving the right to mine in Missouri, Arkansas, and also in Montana, that's when folks really started to pay attention. Uh, and we were able to get a lot more support. And now that we have passed a bill into law, which is something that just very few people have been able to accomplish in this space. There have been some some really great people out there, and they deserve the credit that they you know that they that they should get. But very few people have been able to accomplish that, and we we have and we've passed that policy. And now we have miners calling us from all over the country saying, "Hey, you know, how do I get this bill passed in my state? And you know, what do we need to do? And how can we support what you're doing?" So passing policy, and I would call it that that our own proof of work, right? Like we have proven as an organization that we can be effective. And I think you know this really well, Matthew. There's there's a lot of people in the political world that they can make a lot of noise and they can bring a lot of attention to themselves and they don't really get anything done. You know, that we're kind of the opposite of that. You know, we we definitely want to bring you know attention to the work that we are doing, but at the very core of everything that we do is results and progress and making sure that the industry has moved forward. And we're not going to rest until the United States is one of the best places to mine Bitcoin. Uh, in the world and that we ensure that that is enshrined in law so that it cannot be manipulated or taken away from us because bitcoin mining is going to lead to an absolute revolution in energy and is going to be an economic driver for this country for decades to come i i absolutely agree and you know we've got gosh we've got a about two two minutes before we got to consider going to break here but i i need to ask you this question um you guys have developed a lot of good partnerships in the bitcoin space when come when you know doing all of this, but have you, have you developed any, um, relationships outside of the Bitcoin industry and, 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 and how'd those come about if so? Absolutely. We have, we have been on the hunt consistently from the very beginning to collaborate and work with those in the policy space that, you know, it, you know, I kind of mentioned that there's a lot of people who make noise, but there's a lot of ones that don't make noise and they're here for the long haul and they're here to make an impact. And we have partnered directly with some of the most important uh, organizations in the space. In fact, we will be putting together, we are co-leading an event, co-organizing an event with the Texas Blockchain Council and also the Digital Chamber. Uh, and we'll be leading a rally here. I'm going to be flying here to Austin on Monday to go oppose SB 1751, which is an anti-Bitcoin mining bill in that state. 
We'll be putting together a rally. We'll be having policymakers speak. We've had, I think, at least over 400. Last time I checked, it was a few days ago, over 400 people have RSVP'd to come. And we will have a tent in case there's bad weather. We will be providing food and opportunities for folks that are important that care about this issue deeply to be able to come up and speak. So there, like I said, there are people that make a lot of noise, don't get anything done. We're very happy to be partnering with the TBC and the Digital Chamber and a few other organizations that, you know, I could go on a list and, and name them um, to, to be able to get things done. And that's that is kind of within the Bitcoin world. But also outside that world, we have found really great partnerships with people that just care a lot about energy security and folks that care a lot about making sure the United States moves the right direction on Bitcoin. Bitcoin has become an issue that not only people within Bitcoin care about but people that who care about liberty and freedom care deeply about as well. So lots of great partnerships on the way, and we hope to continue making progress, building a coalition around Bitcoin. So true. Well, before we jump to break, once again, since people are tuning in all the time, where can they find your work? Yeah, definitely head to satoshiaction.io. You can check out all the work that we're doing. Some of our most recent work isn't quite up there yet because it's just happening on a day-to-day basis. Uh, You can also email me, and my team at info at satoshiaction.io. We're happy to respond. We're always looking at our emails and happy to answer any questions that anyone might have. Do it before you forget. Write it down. Type it in your phone. I'd encourage you to go check his stuff out. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this on the radio and you like what you're hearing, get a friend, call a friend, tell them to tune in. And if you're listening online, give us a like, share, subscribe, comment, be a part of the conversation because this conversation, as you can tell, is important for the future of America. We all need to be understanding what's evolving, what's going on, because I think, no, I don't think, I know it's going to be important. And you don't want to miss it. You don't want to misunderstand it. So stay tuned because we're going to continue to educate. The sun, beaches, parties, education, and Bitcoin. This is the recipe for Bitcoin 2023, the largest Bitcoin conference in the world. Ever thought about meeting industry experts? It's the who's who of Bitcoin, and you can't miss it. Join us in Miami, Florida for the annual Bitcoin conference. Use my promo code BTC Radio at checkout. That's BTC Radio. Learn more at MattJMore.com. Okay, I'm talking funny because I'm in the witness protection program. I have too much credit card debt and I don't want people to find me. Okay, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about credit card debt. Right, those plastic things that we all have in our wallet. Are you in your 50s or 60s and you're still carrying around a mound of credit card debt? Wouldn't it be nice to start banking that money and save a little money for retirement down the road? We help people restructure their credit card debt all the time. We show people how they can get out of credit card debt in months, not years. Listen, you'll be carrying around credit card debt for the rest of your life unless you deal with it right now. We offer a free consultation so you can learn how you can finally wipe out your credit card debt and start saving money. Give us a free call right now. Call Debt Solutions Network now. 800-593-0298. 800-593-0298. That's 800-593-0298. Do you have a strategy to obtain Bitcoin on a regular basis? Do you plan to automate your dollar cost averaging? What about getting all or part of your paycheck in Bitcoin? GetHedge.io is revolutionizing how you get paid. Hedge makes it easy to automatically convert your pay into Bitcoin. Whether you're an employer or employee, you can get started in four easy steps. Start getting paid in Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin. 
The great part about using Hedge is you can skip the exchange experience altogether and have your Bitcoin sent directly to a wallet you control. Self-custody is key, and Get Hedge is giving you the power. Hedge is here to make it easy to stack those sats month after month. Bitcoin, it's a long-term play, so what are you waiting for? Start living on the hedge, and don't forget to let them know that you heard about Hedge from Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Use my referral link at mattjmore.com, or you can go to gethedge.io. Again, that's gethedge.io. Short-form video content is taking over social media, and with only seconds to capture someone's attention, our team can help you stand out from the crowd. At Sooner Marketing Solutions, we'll produce and publish engaging TikToks, Instagram Reels, and YouTube Shorts. If you feel like you're falling to the wayside and missing out on the exposure that you deserve, click the link in the description to get Sooner results now. Ding, 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 ding. It's a round three of America's Bitcoin-focused radio show. That's right. Welcome back, America. And, uh... Whether you're a Bitcoin believer, Bitcoin lover, Bitcoin newbie, or Bitcoin expert, I don't care. We made this show for you. And we're also going to welcome all you haters and skeptics. Maybe you've been listening to this show and you're like, oh, I don't know. Bitcoin's still going to destroy that world or the world of ours. Global warming, blah, 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 blah. You know what? Hey, ty- take your time. Type out a carefully or, or carefully type out an insult email and send it to me. Go ahead and press send and I'll, I'll take a, a look at it. Yes, I want you to be part of the conversation, even though I may not agree with you. Um, okay. All right. Let's Let's uh, continue this. All right. This show, Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Yes, it is one of the only syndicated radio shows dedicated to that topic known as Bitcoin. And on today's episode, we've been talking about why we as Americans should have the right to own and mine Bitcoin. And today we have someone who is actively advocating. Uh, he's a returning guest, but he's literally getting legislation passed. He's getting the governor to sign these bills in different states. Well, at least he's had a, a recent win here, but he's making a lot of momentum, a lot of progress, and he's getting a lot of good attention. Um, but he is, he is an advocate that is trying to secure the right for individuals to mine Bitcoin, even companies to mine Bitcoin. Uh, and on the soundboard, making a sound sweet and crisp to that ear is uh, producer Brian LaRue. Um, and if you if you really like the sound of this show, you like our uh, awesome intros and outros, even the commercials, he's helped me with that. Um, you know, hit him up at, uh, I'll actually, I'll let him do the explaining. Brian, welcome back. Tell people where they can find your work. Hey, Matt. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, you can reach out to me at beyondyouproductions.com. Beautiful. All right. Well, uh, today on the line, we have Dennis Porter, and he is working so hard to secure that right to mine Bitcoin here in the United States. Uh, Dennis is the CEO of the Satoshi Action Fund. Uh, Dennis, welcome back to America's syndicated Bitcoin-focused radio show. And yes, because this is radio, people are jumping in their car all the time tuning in. Um Man, uh, give us a quick uh, rundown of the work that you have recently been doing so people can get caught up. Yeah, thank you again, Matthew, for having me on. And uh, again, congrats on all the success on the show and uh, happy to be back here. Uh, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm the CEO uh, and co-founder of Satoshi Action Fund. That is a nonprofit focused on advocating for the benefits of Bitcoin mining, which we believe are the ability to uh, enhance the economy, the grid, and also clean up the environment. So uh, we've been having a lot of success with that. We've gone around the country educating folks, uh, especially policymakers, on the benefits of the tech. And we also craft public policy. We have four pieces of model policy, which have been introduced uh, nine times in seven states. And we have five active bills still today, with one of those bills having just passed in Arkansas, signed by the governor there 
Uh, we're also looking to have the same exact thing, same thing happen in Montana, waiting for the governor's signature there and possibly also Missouri as well. It's a little bit behind those two states, but having a ton of success and looking forward to continue uh, having more success in the future and looking forward to talking about it with you. Excellent. Absolutely. Uh, Dennis, I want to know one thing. Can you share with us, obviously you've been doing a lot of advocating for Bitcoin mining. Can you share with us uh, the number one challenge you see facing Bitcoin when it comes to the, U the U.S. government or state governments? Yeah, I mean, it's it's just broad discrimination against Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining. I, I think that especially at the federal level, you know, you've seen Biden try to implement a 30% tax on Bitcoin mining, which would effectively kill the industry overnight. We have seen Senator Elizabeth Warren go on the attack against Bitcoin mining. She has been, been and trying to push Bitcoin miners out of the country for some time now, uh, been very aggressively postured against the space. And uh, if we are not careful, uh, people like Liz Warren and you know Biden, who you know love him or hate him on other, whatever part of the aisle you're on, they have been very opposed to Bitcoin mining. And if we don't do anything, they will get their way. So we have to be very careful and very vigilant and make sure that we are pushing back against these sort of anti-Bitcoin, anti-Bitcoin mining policies. Uh, that's the biggest threat we have today is the federal government. Fortunately, very fortunately, uh, for the sake of Bitcoin, you know, we have a divided Congress where it's going to be very difficult to get anything done that would be very punitive towards Bitcoin mining. So our goal has been to take that, take advantage of those next two years that we have, or about a year and a half left that we have uh, before we have another new Congress and try to pass as much pro-Bitcoin mining policy as possible at the state level where we have, as mentioned earlier, been having a lot of success. You know, so is this going to become like a states versus the Fed type thing or, you know, kind of like how marijuana has been? Like, how do you see that unfolding? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's the example that I use very commonly. Uh, you know, the marijuana industry, it's a federal crime to possess, distribute, uh, to sell marijuana, to grow marijuana. Uh, it's also, you know, there's no sort of federal banking either for marijuana. Uh, and we face very similar problems with Bitcoin, although not quite as severe. But what we want to do is follow the same exact strategy that the marijuana industry used. Despite it being a federal crime and having no banking, they've been able to go state by state and pass pro-marijuana legislation. You know, they started with Oregon and, or excuse me, started with Colorado and Washington in 2012. And then since then, 75% of the country has put pro-THC, pro-marijuana legislation on the books. Uh, we want to do the exact same thing for Bitcoin mining. We're starting in Montana. We're starting in Arkansas, possibly Missouri. And over time, we want to be able to pass pro marijuana legislation, excuse me, pro Bitcoin legislation <laughs> across the rest of the country. Amen. Amen to that. Uh, okay. So uh, we got, uh, oh, I'd say roughly three minutes left before we got to close out the show. But, but, but um, I need to ask you this. Uh, people are listening to this and they're like, man, I really like Dennis's work and what he's doing. How can people get involved with what you're doing? Is there anything specific you're looking for right now? I mean, what, how, 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 how can people make the biggest difference to help, you know, give you that push? That's a great question, and I appreciate you asking it. You know, we have two ways where people can get involved right now. Obviously, one is you know we're looking for folks to become monthly supporters of the work that we do. Uh, you can go to satoshiaction.io and you can you know click on the fiat button if you want to become a monthly supporter for our work. Uh, and also, you can give in Bitcoin as well, but it's just more difficult to set up monthly subscriptions through Bitcoin. But that option is there for folks. And the other thing is, we're going to be going to DC uh, in June, uh, June twenty second, most likely to hand out pro Bitcoin books. So the Bitcoin standard and maybe a few other books as well. We're kind of in talks with the various authors, uh, but we'll be there June 22nd at the Capitol. We're going to try to reserve a room 
and pass out as many Bitcoin books as we can to our staff there, of our legislators, and hopefully some members of Congress as well. So be on the lookout for that event, right? You know, it may be out here by Monday in a couple of days. And once it comes out, people can sign up to be able to be a volunteer to come help us pass out books and help educate those that are in positions of power to understand the value of Bitcoin. That's super exciting and uh, happy to hear that. Definitely. Um, uh, question I got to ask everybody that comes on the show. We're, we're a media partner with the uh, Bitcoin 2023 down in Miami. Uh, are you planning on making a trip down there at all? I mean, I will definitely be in Miami and I, uh, I think that's a place where everybody goes, you know, regardless of whether they go to the conference or not yeah, and they true. decide to uh, have meetings and, and events. So I'll be down there. We're, we're putting on a few, a couple of events of our own, and, uh, you know, I'll definitely be meeting with a, a lot of different folks from the industry to make sure that they understand all the work that we're doing at Satoshi Action. Right, right. Well, cool. cool. Um, one more time, uh, let people know how they can follow you and your work. I mean, give your Twitter handle, too. Yeah, you can go to satoshiaction.io to follow us on our website. You can sign up for our newsletter right on our homepage. Very easy. All we ask is for your email. We don't ask for any other information. Uh, and you can also follow me on Twitter, Dennis. So it's at Dennis underscore Porter underscore. Uh, you can also follow Satoshi Action Fund with the handle at Satoshi Act Fund. Uh, those are the two handles that we have right now. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. And I appreciate you having me on the show to talk about Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining. And I look forward to coming back uh, again in the future, Matt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Brian, what, what were your thoughts? Are you pretty impressed the work that he's been able to accomplish? Oh my gosh. I am very impressed. Um, I think he's pioneering a lot for and sure. i think for for the future of bitcoin mining and bitcoin itself i think he's he's really making an impact that will pay dividends years later yeah so. well and you know i can i can testify to it because i've actually tried passing bitcoin legislation in right. oklahoma and man i'll tell you what this was back in 2019 and it was hard uh but uh hats off to you dennis and uh, i do need to make known if you're listening to this radio show and you like what you're hearing you can tune into this show the same time every week uh we're going to be here talking about bitcoin you can check us out on every major podcast platform give us a like share uh comment you can send me an email if you go to mattjmore.com i've got lots of great content there you can follow up on all of our old shows as well um but you know what this show sadly is coming to a close it's been fun we've had a great conversation with dennis and next week we're going to have another phenomenal guest but this show cryptocurrency with matthew j moore uh has been produced by brian larue who's sitting across the table right good job brian uh we'll see you next week same time same place remember Bitcoin is changing the world. I don't want you to get left behind. That's why I want you to tune in. That's why I want you to learn. Join us every week and learn how to prepare for this new digital age.